Wow, Gary, I've got something amazing to say. Yeah? Yeah, this episode is brought to us by Stephen King. Of the Langoliers? Yes, yes, of the yes. Tommyknockers. Langoliers, Tommyknockers, thinner, 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 go. <laughs> of Skeleton Crew. All the best <laughs> stories. At pupil Stephen King. <laughs> Oh, man. It's not the actual Stephen King. I've talked with this guy, and I'm very sorry to make fun of your name. But honestly, what else do we have to go on, guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we sleepy. Um, <laughs> we sleep. yes, th- yeah. Thank you, Stephen King. Thank you for your wonderful novels and mm-hmm. other Stephen King for your wonderful patronage. Yeah, uh, which he expressed via patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Uh, that is an ongoing way to support the show. You kick us a couple of bucks a month, however much you can uh, you can spare, and then you get stuff in return, like backer blogs, early access to episodes, and T-shirts. If you're Indeed. at the highest level, there's a drawing for that. Yeah, and the T-shirts are all great. Like I want every one of the T-shirts. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to have a way for you to get that soon, Gary. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to get yeah. all the T-shirts because they're all great. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So thank you, uh, thank you, Stephen King, and thank you everybody at uh, patreoncom TV. Check it out. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. Brave undead, Drang Lake is no longer the last king of this land. King Vendrick, he found the strength to rule his people. And when the undead were born, cursed, he found more strength to face them. But in the end, he never took the true throne. Brave undead, perhaps you are the true monarch. Visit Vendrick. We have no need for two rulers. Only one may rule. And that one may well be you. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. I'm Jeremy Greer. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is a cursed favorite. And this week we are talking about Drang Lake Castle, uh, including the Trine of Winter and the King's Passage. Uh, but those barely uh, weren't mentioned. As you heard, we're joined by Jeremy Greer once again, coming back. Hey, Jeremy, welcome. Hey, y'all. How you doing today? Doing just fine. Uh, you might know Jeremy from the Dark Souls Haters blog and also from his uh, YouTube presence, uh, Not ECEC, I believe. That's correct. Okay, cool. I, it's like banana. I don't know when the ECs stop. And that's actually, I've been on the show. I think this is my fourth time. I think that's the first time you get it right the first time. Yes. Like, well done. Good work. Pro- progress. <laughs> for, uh, for anybody listening who's not familiar, can you give a brief rundown of what the Dark Souls Haters blog is? Sure. Um, a couple of years ago, I was very deeply addicted to Dark Souls and uh, mostly PvP. And um, as you might imagine, you get a lot of hate mail on the console versions. If you kill somebody, they you know, want to call you horrible, horrible language. Um, and me and another buddy and another buddy started talking about it. I was like, wouldn't it be funny if this was online somewhere? And they said, oh, you should post a Tumblr. And I was like, what's a Tumblr? And so <laughs> I went to Tumblr and was like, this looks weird, but okay. Mm-hmm. And um, so I started, yeah, posting images that I had been collecting and that my buddy had been collecting. Um, I, I spent some time on something awful forums and people from there submitted a lot of stuff. Uh, that was about a year and a half ago. And it, we've got, I'm co- closing in on 2000 posts of hate mail. I do about two a day. <laughs> so if you want to see the worst kind of language that people talk to each other, just because they killed each one another in Dark Souls, darksoulshaters.tumblr.com is the place to go. Yeah. 
where, where, where gamers go to game. Yeah, the old game, <laughs> yeah. gamers gonna game. If this week has taught us anything, it's that <laughs> gamers gonna game. <laughs> you, you know what? We can't escape from it, and neither can you, listeners. <laughs> uh, go gamers. Yeah. Keep shining, you crazy diamonds. <laughs> Um, like what, what did we do uh, last time, Cole? <laughs> well, last time we claimed our last great soul from the old Iron King, and now we seek the guidance of the Emerald Herald, who tells us to make our way to Drang Lake Castle and face King Vendrick and fulfill destiny. Mm-hmm. But whose destiny? That's a good question. Um, Aldia's, yeah, this, Aldia's yeah. destiny. <laughs> <Yeah>. Aldia. <laughs> Aldia did it. You are Aldia. <laughs> Have we explored that one? Has anybody floated that? <laughs> that you're actually Aldia with like, amnesia or something? Yeah. No, I haven't seen that online, but it's just crazy enough to be online. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy enough for me not to believe it when I read it. Um, <laughs> Every time I hear Aldia did it, I want I get a flashback to that South Park episode with the Simpsons did it episode. <laughs> I don't know if you all ever saw that. Where every single joke they make is Simpsons did it. <laughs> I just I want a T-shirt oh. like a mashup. Drink <clears throat> <Yeah. laughs> um, Castle. This is uh, the castle that Vendrick built. Um, after his conquest of the giants with the help of their souls or whatever item that he he kind of took from them and the golems that he created. And it was kind of a gift and tribute uh, to Nishandra, who goaded him into war and let him know about the giants. So now it's mostly empty, and uh, but something is up here, and yeah. we're here to figure out what that is. Yeah. It's fair to say that this is like the turn of the game, right? Yeah, and I really thought it was going to be the climax of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just amazed Same that there was going to be... Yeah. yeah, there's just more game after this. Yeah. Well, what I love, I mean, at least before the DLC, uh, you know, is that Dark Souls 2 kind of was an inverse of the regular Dark Souls of, you know, where it had a fairly linear front end and then it opened up with multiple paths at the, you know, at the end, really. And here mm-hmm. it's the exact opposite. Now, the DLC complicates that somewhat. Um, but uh, but yeah, you're absolutely right. This is area after area after area. And, uh, you know, kind of led to our initial appraisal of the game, which was it just keeps giving sometimes to, let's say, fatigue levels. I, yeah, I think I think I just wanted to like I, I wasn't going to stop playing the game. But by the time not here, like by the time I got to like, you know, the second Giants memory, I was like, OK, like how much of this is there? Like I I was still into <laughs> it, but I also just wanted to know it, was, it like telegraphs the ending in a, in a non way. Right. You know, like you usually have that kind of sense of anticipation. And it's like if you um, if you're expecting soda, but you drink water <laughs> or uh, or vice versa and it just tastes weird. Yeah. It's a little bit like that. Like the parts after drink, like feel a little bit weird because I just kept expecting to get to a boss mm-hmm. and have that be it. Yeah. But something Dark Souls 2 has done really well is subverted expectations. Right. Yeah. You know, and absolutely. That, yeah. and, and that has been the playground that it, you know, that, that it jolly, jollily uh, gallivants inside. Mm hmm. Yeah, I had completely forgotten what I was meant to do by the time I beat Drink Lake, like <laughs> killing the boss of this area and going to the next area. I was like, wait, what am I? Wait, what is going on again? <laughs> like, I had I just couldn't remember anything, which is ironic considering the themes of the game. But I was like, I don't really have any clues what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Well, they they they, they, they explicitly say that right in the beginning. Like, you will end up at the gates of this castle and not remember why you came. <laughs> you know, like the the um, the the fourth uh, fourth firekeeper lady <laughs> says that. You. so the um yeah so the 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 way you get there is a little bit counterintuitive like i don't know if anyone actually tells you that this is how you do it you just kind of have to remember that like way back in the day when you're hanging out with jay cardi at the shaded woods <laughs> that there was another path to take does the herald not that mention this i thought she had something that where she mentioned like go seek the shrine or some what, she, she may have said like go seek the, the shrine of winter or i'm sorry 
I didn't, didn't mean to catch you off there. Um, mm, I think she might mm. she might name drop the Shrine of Winter, but I don't know if that those words have that much meaning at this point. Oh. To me, at least. Yeah. Let me. Uh, I can <laughs> very very quickly look this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, one of the paths of the uh, the crossroads, and it goes through this little like pre area that doesn't have much to it. Um, just a couple of those goblins and another flexile sentry for for flexile funsies. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. which you fight, which isn't a really a big deal. It's a weird kind of mini boss anomaly. Mm-hmm. And, a, really and a gate that's there. blocked off by something you could totally hurdle in Demon Souls. So why you can't <laughs> yeah. just jump up on this <laughs> these bricks? Yeah. Really yeah. frustrates me. Like I, it's just a weird, such a like the Shrine of Winter seems like such an integral part of the game, um, and to have this whole gate where you could just totally bypass that just seems very odd to me. Like the the whole setup is so strange. Yeah, especially if you read into or buy any of the theories about why everything is set up the way that it is they would probably have gone to more lengths than just putting a roadblock across that. Yeah. Like, I'm going you... to put this two by four here. I'm sure nobody will jump it. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a velvet <laughs> rope. <laughs> yeah. The, the, uh, uh, and like Suge Knight is just staying there outside of it. Just keeping you from, <laughs> from getting in there. The, uh, Did he die? The, I can't remember. He was shot six times. I know that, but yeah, yeah. I know no, he was remember. shot recently, but I don't think he died. Okay. Yeah, you can't kill Suge Knight. <laughs> the, um, the, the the only thing I thought of, because this that bothers me too, like I, I do think the people are like, worst game ever, I think that's crazy. This is dumb, that little waist high thing. The only mm-hmm. thing I thought of is the thing, like, the thing Dark Souls likes to do is if there's an area you're going to end up eventually, they like to make it inaccessible and put an item there. And you can see from over this little ledge, you can see repair just sitting mm-hmm. down there on the ground. And that's the only thing I can think of as to why this isn't just like a big steel wall. But they still should have made it like, you know, you couldn't get through it like a window or something you couldn't get through or that still showed the item if they wanted to to telegraph that you're going to be on the other side of that yeah or just point. a whole lot like, more bricks with like a hole through it like I yeah mean, totally it just seems so weird to have like a knee-high thing and it, it's a video game like you can't there's only yeah. so much you can read into mm-hmm. it but yeah, yeah. or a crevasse <clears throat> or, ca- or chasm that you can't cross you know totally. like get, you know, give me there an option go. to yeah. try right yeah mm-hmm. i mean and far be it from anyone to, like accuse me of white knighting like it is it is a dumb it is a dumb thing yeah. <laughs> so the uh but it it is uh that's the only thing I can think of as far as like why they might have done that. Mm-hmm. Other than just being like kind of like a little bit of like a troll, you know. <laughs> there are weird like the the development team and the mindset behind Dark Souls 2 is a little different than Dark Souls 1 in that it is goofier and more subversive, which we we mentioned. Yeah. Which is only getting worse in the DLC. Like the, the invaders in the DLC now is, are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, worse or better because the the, the invaders both, in the DLC both, are absolutely. Great. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, I love I love the invasions in the DLC. So, the um, but yeah, the, the Shrine of Winter, which sounds metal as hell, and there's this like snake tower with uh, uh, murals on the side, which I assume will have text on them in three weeks, right? Like all the other ones leading to DLCs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that has me wondering, like, like where the Ivory King, if that will actually go from, if that will actually go from uh, uh, the Brightstone Cove, like we're assuming it will, or if this will be it. I think it's this. Oh. I think it is this, which the thing I like about that is that wouldn't it be cool if this went back to um, if the Ivory King was was uh, uh, Vendrick and just kind mm. of in the, the swing of his reign? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know if that's actually there's anything to that, mm-hmm. but uh, it, geographically, it makes sense. And I'm pretty sure had, it leads from here. Yeah, I had that thought. And I also had if it's if it does, if you do access the new DLC from Brightstone, if you come back here with all three crowns or four crowns, I guess, mm-hmm. maybe you access a different area from this, like a, like 
after you've completed all three DLCs, there's a special, I don't know, boss battle or area or another weird memory or something that you yeah. access from the Shrine of Winter. Yeah, mm-hmm. That would also be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, all those things I, I'm looking forward to. So the standard Bonfire Side Chat disclaimer of, like, things we say in this episode could be invalidated or changed by the DLCs that are still coming out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, these uh, these uh, uh, murals are pretty important because you see them kind of repeat throughout the game, at least in one, one other significant spot. And the story that they're telling indirectly uh, plays into some of the uh, kind of like, uh, I, I would say, more plausible theories about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is, uh, you know, kind of working the dragons into the mythology of Drain Lake itself. Right. 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 And that's going to be a huge thing a couple areas from now. We're gonna start talking about that in uh, when we get to Eldia. There's another. There's another way to get into this room aside from you know to get into the shrine aside from having the four souls. Just in the interest of completeness, uh, depending on which level of new game you're at, if you have a certain if you've acquired a certain number of millions of souls in that playthrough, you're able to open that door. So uh, people are theorizing that this is how Gafflet is trying to get through. <laughs> <laughs> just by uh, by drug by drug wars in his up or his way up yeah. to it uh through commerce he's getting a uh, an economic victory yeah. <laughs> i think i think it's a million in new game yeah and that's what uh speed runs do so like the the non-glitchy speed runs of the game fight uh the old iron king like twice with bonfire aesthetics mm-hmm. in order to get the, the soul memory to get through here yeah so is it old iron king now when i when I was watching speedruns when the VM first came out, it was uh, the Rotten several times. Yeah, uh, so, rotten, rotten Percent is obsolete, and now it's Old Iron King Percent. They're going <laughs> to be parlance of speedrunners. Um, Good to know. When you're not doing like the 16-minute like glitch version, that's really, really strange and definitely worth, you know, everyone should watch because it's pretty fun to watch. Yeah. Um, Put that in the show notes because it is really great. Yeah. 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 I shall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but after the shrine, you kind of are let out. You find your first lance that you, you know, can get naturally. That's pretty cool. But kind mm-hmm. of more notable is another instance of what I believe is spacey wastiness, which is this long, plain tunnel that uh, is, you know, kind of sunny and overcast on one side and dark and rainy on the other. Yeah, yeah. And atmospheric as fuck. Oh, hell yeah. Like, that, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a first memory thing. Like, just Dark Souls 2 wow moment right there. Mm-hmm. Like, coming out of that tunnel. When I was... When I was playing through this today, I noticed that as you get closer to the entrance of the tunnel, you're actually the sky does seem to dim a little bit. Like it does get a little bit darker, so it's not quite as like on off as you might think it is. I think as you right as you're getting into that tunnel, like it starts kind of getting dark and like almost like it's before, it's just about to rain. And then as you get to the other side, obviously you come out and it's crazy rain and lightning and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks good. Jog my memory. Is there any other uh, area in previous uh, games where it has been raining like this? Isn't it raining in what is it? Um, what is it the Valley of Demon Souls? Mm, yeah, yeah, Valley of Defiant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But is it's that rain or something, <laughs> or is that condensation <laughs> falling off the cave? Ceiling? Yeah, that that is yeah. that is just farts in the shower, my friend. That is yeah. that is poop <laughs> that is solidified from the environment <laughs> and is dripping down into your eyes and mouth. It's in the Valley goes. of Defiant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just that's just a shitty mist. Um, a literal shitty mist. Yeah, <laughs> and not like the and the first thing that came to mind was the seventh guest, which is not a shitty mist. Yeah, but if I could think of one of those shitty mist clones, pissed. Yeah, pissed. <laughs> which is also accurate. Yeah, because exactly. piss means urine. You see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Okay. Are we all good, Jeremy? You good? Yeah. Caught up yeah. on that. I'm good. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so so you head up this uh, this little thing and you run into the Emerald Herald 
here. And uh, she's been like, this is the first, I think, instance of her just kind of teleporting around following you mm-hmm. like the watcher. Like she is there when you reach important places. Yeah. Yeah. And she's here and, you know, gives you some pretty ominous, uh, pretty ominous words. Um, specifically, uh, she mentions ending both of your journeys. Mm hmm. And sets up like a crazy option, which is if you don't go on, you will face a fate worse than life or death, which I presume is hollowing. Um, yeah. Or, you know, it's your choice. It's up to you. I mean, I'm not, how passive aggressive <laughs> is she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, Just, it, it lends some import to this, though. Right. Yeah. And it is that reminder of what you're what you're here to do. Yeah. Despite what yeah. the firekeeper said. The. um. They have this uh, this long staircase in front of you, mm-hmm. um, which is, again, just beautiful. Like, this is a super amazing looking area of the game, climbing up these stairs. Mm-hmm. And you run into uh, your first, uh, you know, intact primal knights um, here. Mm-hmm. Those, those gigantic elephant knights, and they're not rusted out. And Even uh, no. even even before that, those, uh, like that, like that mountain pathway, the stairs up, um, you know, where you get, you, you get your first uh, instance of this being actively guarded. There's like a little garrison. Oh, with yeah, uh, the yeah. Royal Swordsman and stuff. Yeah, yeah, the two dudes and the crossbow guy. Yeah. I guess they're all crossbow guys, and they just switch to the swords after when you get close. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you're kind of like passing through. It's almost like a like a series of triumphal arches that kind of lead yeah. up this lead, lead up this mountain path. And uh, the the uh, the primal knights are actually um, standing uh, on on this massive bridge that uh, that that kind of like leads over. So I actually have an issue with the way with the visual presentation of this area. What is your issue? Uh, the skybox is pure black, and if you look at the castle, like the castle itself is neat, but it's kind of like maybe it sits up too high. Like there's not enough, uh, I don't know, detail to it. Like the atmosphere is pretty good, but if you start paying a cl- you know pl- cl- close attention to the way they present it and kind of like hold it together, it's just kind of like a bridge over a mass of nothingness with nothing that nothingness above, and everything below the kind of ornate kind of like buttresses and stuff um, is just featureless brick wall hmm. considering some of the lore stuff you learn later about how this is such an isolated place i kind of mm-hmm. thought that that made sense within the story like apparently this dry this this castle was set way away from like the normal world or, or however geography works in this stupid game but mm-hmm. like it, it's set apart and so it kind of makes sense if it's in this own nothing zone to, to me <clears throat> i kind of liked it just being off to the side and nothing up top no, nothing really below just mm-hmm. Hey, Nassandra, I got you a castle, and it's 4,000 miles away from your normal house. Uh, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, other than the uh, the brick part, I always thought the skybox being kind of featureless was just a function of weather. Like, I, I feel like I've been in weather like that, where I just literally can't see anything other than just, like, mm-hmm. opaque gray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I could, I could, I could see that. It's just um, in a game that uh, you know kind of has knocked it out of the park in a series that kind of knocks it out of, out of the park with its skyboxes. I was kind of hoping for, for 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 something a little bit more, and I'm I'm not sure that the featureless black serves the uh, um, serves the atmosphere better than something with just like a little bit more kind of I don't know, let's say grade to it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I kind of like the way the the castle sticks out yeah. against it personally, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's very much a, a matter of personal personal choice, but e- even still, this does make a very strong impression on you, just by the by the fact that this is in a storm, you know, by, yeah, you know, on its own, and just the visuals of the castle from mm-hmm. outside, like the design and everything. Yeah, like this looks great. The um these primalites that you fight are statues before you you show up, which yeah. is interesting. Like um, and the that is tough, 
and there are also soldiers here. And there's this kind of gimmick of getting in, um, which is after you've taken care of these guys, which is a little bit obnoxious, which is, uh, and it's introducing you to a mechanic that's important, but like how, how well do they, they telegraph this, this, uh, activating the golems. I had no idea. I mean, I saw one of them activate, and I had no idea why. And then I just started killing dudes, and they kept coming. And I finally, I think I went on to some chat thing, and I was like, what am I What am I supposed to do? I have no idea how to get through this door. I just had no clue. It was lost on me, like whatever kind of tutorial they, they try to put in place for it. But, I, yeah, I had to look this up on the Internet, basically. Yeah. When you say how well did they telegraph it, do you mean um, the designers or the people who had been there before me? Um, when you say the people who had been there before you, do you, what do you mean? Uh, I, I mean like the, the soapstone messages. Sorry. Oh no, I didn't, I didn't see. I just meant how well does the designer, like how well does this, you know, where does the design suggest that this is a thing? Because, and I was semi rhetorically asking because yeah. it, I, I got, got it by accident. I had a very similar thing to Jeremy, except I just happened to be, have my camera in the right direction when I first accidentally killed a guy mm-hmm. next to one of them and, and kind of figured it out. But, um, you know, I'm looking online, it's a huge sticking point. Yeah, for people like a lot of people gotten stuck. I had to crack the spine on my strategy guide for this one. Yeah, which didn't make any sense. I didn't have to crack the spine. It's ruined now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Crack it over your knee. <laughs> Punish it for not like, letting like you know in advance. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Nightfall. <laughs> you um, just adopted the, the obscurity. I was born in it. <laughs> yeah. um, like this is neat. Like it introduces you to two relatively important concepts about Vendrick and his kingdom, which one of which is these golems, and the second of which is um, you know him dabbling in the soul arts. Right. You know the idea right. of animating um, again ding 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 animating in inanimate um objects via souls right 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 um, does that imply that all the all the guard guys are just animated by souls as well that they're not actual people or hollows or, or the, like the, the people that you actually have to kill to open up the door that come out infinitely are those just like hollowed I, pe- or those just like mechanical objects powered by souls or i think that and and, and you know cor- correct me if i'm wrong but from reading enemy descriptions and and gear like the majority of the human-sized uh people that you find are actual people who are so loyal to vendrick that they hung around um and the ones that appear to be statues they actually stood still at their guard post long enough that they petrified so yeah. the ones that you're okay. fighting here, I think, okay. are just royal swordsmen, and their un- unlimitedness is just a uh, it's a it's a design consideration. Yeah, the, the golems look the the same. I think the that he the animation that he's done because these golems that open this and do the the tricks inside the castle are similar to the ones um, that you run into later. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which also dick move, making them look like the giants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. D- Dick move on behalf of the game, and then Dick who move on behalf of Vendrick. Yeah, like, but I mean, you know, probably he probably had to, right? Like, if it's related, whatever he took from the giants is related to his ability to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe that's the restriction. Like, maybe he's able to, you know, maybe that's the maybe the giants are are some kind of construct. Mm-hmm. In another, are you saying you know, like, we got like a monkey's paw situation where you can make anything, but it has to look like a giant? It has to look like a giant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the world's biggest hot dog that's shaped like a big hollow-faced motherfucker. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> the, the worst superhero, Goatsy Man. Yeah, yeah Goatsy Face. <laughs> yeah, Goatsy Face Killer. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I, you have to import it, but that is a crazy issue of Dick Tracy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, everyone stopped reading the newspaper comics, but he kept up with the times. 
<laughs> you have like Twitter hands, goatee face, yeah. <laughs> MRA yeah. legs. Like, yeah, I really like the 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 rage face uh, run that he's doing right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it the... got a little weird in the early two thousands with the anti-Muslim stuff, but I'm glad he's just kind of leveled out since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a crazy time. I think. I'm glad I think he that finally touched. defeated the dreaded soy bomb. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> all roads lead back to soy bomb. Soy bomb head, whose head is an entire miniature soy bomb. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So, sorry, I need a minute. Go ahead. There, yeah. Getting in, so getting in there, you know, you have to uh, put these souls in these, uh, you know, soul buckets, mm-hmm. and uh, and get these golems to open the door. It's like it a devil may cry puzzle. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good mm-hmm. way to put it. It is like a devil may cry puzzle. Yep. Yeah. The, uh, and the door opens so fucking slowly, which is like a, a bane to speedrunners and also a bane because the enemies will just keep spawning. And if you had any kind of rough time getting up here, like it's been a little while since uh, been a while. since you've uh, you've had a, a bonfire. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's going to be a while, too. I mean, you know, if you're yeah. having trouble with these guys, they're going to run you through at least one or two more tight situations. Yep. Yeah. But, but uh, um, yeah. Yeah, I love the Sentry Hall. Yeah, yeah. The the design. How, how of the, great is like, this? Yeah, the, the, the aesthetics of the castle I really like. There are some kind of layout things that are obnoxious to me, mm-hmm. but the way the castle looks, I think they did a really good job of making it look distinct enough from Anne Orlando, mm-hmm. like the previous castle we've spent any time in, um, and have like kind of a unique identity. Like it has a it has the, a, a sense of kind of raw functionality, and the ornamentation is really sterile and, and off. Yeah. A little bit that it like it seems like something someone would build as a tribute to you know uh nishandra and all the things nishandra ultimately you know the story behind her right yeah i love but like the 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 thing that i love most about this is like the only ornamental like non-functional ornamental and ornamental piece to this that we see is this skylight which is like straight up out of like a roman domus you know, like, you know, letting the rain in. I'm not quite sure what function it serves. I'm going to go with none because I like that better. Yeah. 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 Well, at the end of the game, you probably have to lure. It's a real devil may cry thing. Like you have to lure <laughs> the, the, the uh, solar demon yeah. under the light. <laughs> the, the, the solar dragon sticking yeah. his uh, sticking his head in and getting stuck. Yeah. Yep. And then you and then you, you have to get it under the skylight. So when the sun shines in on him, it overloads his praise meter and he blows up. <laughs> Um, it's praise meter oh my god <laughs> that's great <clears throat> oh man what do you think of uh welliger being a ghost jeremy it's it's kind of confusing to me i mean like you said earlier like a obviously people were loyal enough to venture to stick around even through death and this but the fact that he's a ghost and also forgetting stuff like that just like the rest of the npcs and merchants are, are is very weird to me like you would figure I would hope that once you're a ghost, you don't have to worry about Alzheimer's anymore. Like I'm a ghost now. <laughs> like my legs don't hurt. <laughs> like you'd think that all of, all of the physical stuff would go away, but he's still like, in, and I, I spent a, quite a lot of time today talking to him and he's still just halfway through the conversation is like, where am I? Who are you? What are we doing? Like, it's, <laughs> it's kind of odd to me. Yeah. His like, like, like his, the presentation of his dementia or whatever is pretty fascinating because he's very obviously split between two times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like and in, in one sentence he will talk about, you know, his king's great, you know, castle that he built and you are, you know, a welcome guest here. That is our custom, but the king has been taken away. Wait a minute, what? 
Right, 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 right. Like, I don't sense the king. And uh, he, uh, what's interesting is, I don't think he was always meant to be a ghost. Um, there was <laughs> cut dialogue that he could be attacked and killed. Um, but it got cut out of the game. So he is he's one of the very few NPCs you can actually not harm. Um, he's also uh, mechanically a little bit annoying because he functions as a merchant. Um, his location is a little inconvenient, and the stuff he sells, he has these weird things that he doesn't sell until later new games, mm-hmm. um, even as far as new game yeah. plus two hmm. to get some of the items. Yeah, so, if you don't want to complete the PvP stuff in order to get your achievements or trophies or whatever Steam calls them, um, then you actually have to go through New Game Plus 2 in order to buy the spells from him, mm-hmm. which is really annoying. Yeah, that's hard. And it, yeah, Bonfire Sedex do not work mm. yeah. on him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> behind him is like a really, really awesome uh, throne room Yeah, with two gigantic thrones <laughs> and is empty and really conspicuous. And we'll come back to it later. Yes, we will. Yeah, yeah, but the, the, this was the moment, like more so than anywhere, I realized, like, ah, yep, something's afoot because again, this is the old, uh, this is the old uh, Wizard of Oz switcheroo, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and you know okay. that that, and you're getting kind of like telltale signs, especially from Welliger. You know, he's talking about Vendrick in uh, in the past tense, right? Right, right and right. Uh, he even explicitly says that the Queen took him somewhere. And that uh, she ushered in a calm across the kingdom that was not unlike the dark. So yeah. you know, red flags or black flags spread across. But uh, but this uh, this throne room is uh, chilling in that uh, oftentimes finding nothing is the worst thing you can find. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I love that line about the dark. Like yeah. that brought a piece to the world that was not unlike the dark. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you head down, this is where the the layout of the castle starts pissing me off, though, yeah. because there's so much uh, non-used space mm-hmm. in this area, including that little room that's just a dead end for no reason. Mm-hmm. I hate that little room. <laughs> I hate that it's little like room they so wanted much. to make it symmetrical with the doors, but they can even be bothered to put like life gems on a corpse in there. It's so weird. Like that's yeah, just absolutely. an empty square. <laughs> yeah, all it would take is a life gem, and it would have been fine. You know, <laughs> or an enemy, or anything. And then those big doors that you can't open that are on that back wall mm-hmm. are obnoxious too. To me, like, and I those are scattered throughout the, the castle because I ran yeah. into several of those today. And, th- and I always think, as soon as I see them, I'm like, oh, I need to go. Oh, wait, can't. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Denied. Yeah. The last time we ran into something this egregious, I think, was way back um, in the uh, uh, what is it called? In, in Ty- uh, Hyde's Tower of Flame, mm, yeah. the um, that little underwater sewer area that leads to uh, oh, yeah, life. To, yeah, to Huntsman's the, Cops, to no yeah, or, or uh, not, yeah, Huntsman's yeah, Cops. yeah, yeah, uh, no, no, the wharf. Yeah. yeah, the one that leads to the wharf. Like, that area had tons of just doors that just don't go anywhere but look like they would. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that that was really pissed me off a little bit, especially since they did it. Like, later they do it with Eldia's, and Eldia doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. Like, all the doors just, like, it just, you know, the doors go somewhere. Just throw, like, a closet with a monster or a life gem, and it won't feel as bad, even if that's not yeah. technically additive or good, you know, good play. Yeah, it's not super satisfying, but at least it's something and not just an empty room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, th- this kind of breaks one of the one of the rules that I, you know, like about Dark Souls design, which is a- at the very least, the space should, you know, feel remotely functional. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah. you know, that that could just be like an empty room. But this this whole castle, you know, is is weird. And like the, the like where it fits in the castle and what it was ultimately meant to be used for. I'm not exactly sure. But in the moment when you're just kind of looking at these sterile long hallways, it's a little bit of a letdown. Especially even even just put a chair in there, mm-hmm. 
Like, it doesn't even have to be treasure or an enemy. Like, just something that indicates, like, this is where, you know, Velstat went when he was bad. Like, this is the sad sack for Velstat. Dark Dad put you in the sad sack because he found out you're a priest. You know? <laughs> like, that's what happens. That would be fine. But... Yeah. You know, if they've modeled Heineken bottles to appear in uh, the Grave of Saints, I mean, just a couple of brooms in here to make it a broom closet. That's all they need to do, and you'd yeah. be set for life. Or even bottles of Heineken. <clears throat> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Vendrick's beer closet. Yeah, yeah. Vendrick has a problem. It shouldn't yeah, be it confusing, but I, like I would have, you know, ordered something. Like, oh, wow, a substance abuse theme. Awesome. Yeah. Ven- Vendrick, he like he mead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Say it ain't so, Vendrick. <laughs> Thank you. I was just talking with somebody at work about that today. <laughs> like, about that song. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, at least those the, those unlocked doors, or sorry, those locked doors, rather, um, indicate that, you you know, there was once a way to get at these places that wasn't going through the basement. Yeah. Yeah, the mm-hmm. creepy, creepy golden basement. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go down these stairs, I love that, that line that, hallway lined with the stone warriors because how much did you think that they were going to get up and kill you <laughs> like at that point like i was just like, well <laughs> you know like, i have to fight 10 of these motherfuckers <laughs> and then they turn right around and then you do yeah <laughs> like, but not here <laughs> exactly i love that fake out i really do because it, it yeah. creates one of those great souls games moments where you're literally holding your shield up and just like creeping along <laughs> yeah and there's <laughs> that's nothing one of there. my favorite experiences <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean it's a great way to make you like you know slow down and savor it yeah. On your on your first go. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, as you're as you're going forward, you're you know, on my first go, I was never quite certain when I was going to find the king. <laughs> so yeah. so like uh, you know, I was kind of enacting this this slow and wary march, you know, through these empty halls. Right. Yeah. Which, you know, in terms of like role playing, that's probably about as deep as Dark Souls goes, but it gives you that feeling and again imparting imparting mood through play. Yeah, like if they can make you, the player, feel something that your character would feel, mm-hmm. like that, that's an accomplishment, you know? Yeah. That's great. The uh, So there's a bonfire here, thank goodness, mm-hmm. and a King's Gate, which we can't get through right. just yet. But to the left is what we're, we're more interested in. Yeah. Um, which Fuck is a room, room. like, big, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this big, difficult room. Um, <laughs> two two big golems at the end that are purely ornate. Like, this is how they turn on lights. Mm-hmm. In uh, and Dragon yeah. Lake, like they have to kill something. That's not complicated at all. <laughs> yeah, it's not complicated and immoral. Yeah, um, <laughs> but 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 I love that. Solely. I mean, good. I was just gonna say, I've got a light switch in my utility room that literally turns on when I walk by it. But apparently, you know, <laughs> killing their own soldiers is the way to go. <laughs> yeah, science. Yeah. Just stomp on a mouse every time you want to turn on the lights. <laughs> Swallow a goldfish <laughs> like, every time. <laughs> That's pretty great. The, the, uh, yeah. But the, these soldiers, um, these stone soldiers are great. Um, the story, we mentioned them before, but these guys, these are actually uh, Velstat's guard, <laughs> who we'll talk about later. But uh, Velstat, mm-hmm. who is a uh, a servant of the king. And these are his guard. They're people who are loyal to him and mm-hmm. uh, who waited so long that they turned to stone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you want to make sure that you're killing them because these are also soul-activated doors. Um, and it's very easy. Like the, I never quite got a feel for their radius for when mm-hmm. the, for, for, for when they would come to life. Um, if you kill them in the wrong place, um, there are only two doors that will get you anywhere. Uh, you know, the other ones have treasure, but, uh, all of the, uh, whammies, let's say have, uh, have our old friend, uh, Capper demon Mark two, the Sentinel. Yeah. yeah no ruin, no ruin, no ruin. Um, <laughs> the ruin and they're sentinels. harder too. Yeah. Like they, they are, they are much hardier than mm-hmm. the old ruin Sentinels, I think. Yeah. Um, they definitely didn't respond as well to uh, to crushing damage this yeah. time, which was my my uh, panacea for that. 
Yeah. And it's yeah. very easy to aggro multiple stone guys and a ruined sentinel all at once. And as my first playthrough was with a caster, and it was really difficult. The, the only saving grace is that if you back in that hallway towards the bonfire, they kind of deactivate and we'll do that weird Dark Souls thing where they start walking backwards back to their original place. I can't remember who it is. I'm not going to put it in the show notes, but one of the YouTubers I want, I frequent had a video where someone started doing that and he just followed him. Like he followed him all the, like some enemy followed him all the way across the map and then started backing up. And he just followed this guy back. Like he backed up across the entire map, like just like one step at a time gingerly and wouldn't aggro. So he just followed this like, you know, hollow soldier going halfway across the world. Like do, 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 do. <laughs> You can you can cut this part off, but uh, when I was doing low-level invasions in um, the depths in Dark Souls 1, uh, I invaded one time, and the guy had activated one of the butchers that dropped down but hadn't killed it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize this at the time. That butcher that drops down will follow you all the way to the bonfire, like the one that you have to have the key for. And we'll stand at that door if it happens to be locked until somebody shows up. <laughs> it is the weird, and he takes his precious time, too. It's like a Sunday stroll through the depths. Like, he's just like one step at a time. <clears throat> but anyway. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Uh, so there's one path out of here that will take you to another dark diving spot. And this concludes. This is all three. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, if you want to, you can start working on that. But I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Because those parts are hard. And uh, we've got a, a whole wrap-up episode where we're going to talk about um, the, the Pilgrims of the Dark. Yeah. Um, which I'm looking forward to because I love that covenant. Yep. I really like those parts. I'm actually the, making progress in that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like once you once you know it, it's very satisfying, I found. Yep. Um, the uh, One of the things, just real quick before we move on from the Ruin Sentinels, though, like whenever one of these enemies appears, like, you know, a boss appearing as a normal enemy is a is a character advancement trope in video games, you know, like, oh, I'm powerful enough to take these guys on as a regular enemy. But in Dark, in the world of Dark Souls, like, it diminishes a little bit, too, because these are no, like, the original Ruin Sentinels were named, like, those were guys and mm-hmm. were kind of interesting. And now that we know that we can just have as many of them as we need, or there's, there's just infinite of them, it, like, kind of makes them less interesting as guys. You know, like, the Ruin Sentinels are interesting. The mm-hmm. three, you know, Reese kumquat and arno or whatever but Mm. these guys are just it makes it kind of diminishes that boss i think yeah on the other hand you can look at it as this is one this is vendrick's one good success that he has of recreating other people's shit like he obviously saw ruined sentinels at one point was like hey i think i can do that and unlike the giants and everything else he tried to build it actually worked this time (laughs) he could actually make them so maybe right i mean otherwise it doesn't i don't know or or the ruined sentinels that are in um the uh, shit. Why the Lost Bastille are from Vendrick? You know, like maybe he didn't. He wasn't copying the thing. Maybe those mm-hmm. ones are on loan from the Vendrick collection. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, I, but if I remember correctly from the uh, for, from their uh, let's say descriptions, you know, specifically mm-hmm. here is that you know they, they 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 don't have they don't have any corporeal form. They're just souls that haunt the armor. So, like, I guess my my initial read on that was that they were people who died in the armor. Um, mm-hmm. You know, kind of like uh, you know, Dark Souls one spoilers are, are, are in fact the uh, the Black Knights. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. but you know, the, reading that now, uh, my entire thing right here is pointless because he could have just put those souls in that. Yeah, but like uh, just the, the the three named knights are just more interesting to me. Yeah, than just like an animated set of armor as a regular enemy, I guess. Yeah, like, like it's a just. I wish they had done something more with the names. Like if you had gotten three separate souls 
that did three separate things, like yeah. maybe made mm-hmm. three pieces of armor for him. It had been interesting, but the fact that you kill three named dudes and get one soul is always kind of weird. I, I know this isn't about Dreamlight Castle at all, but it's it's just always kind of a weird thing to me. Like it doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Or if this was like an Order of Night. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to look there here. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just, you know, just give it there because like the, you know, the, the demons make sense. Those are just, you know, kind of creations of the bed of chaos. You know, you, you're not fighting Steve, the Capra demon right. and, <laughs> and Jim, the Taurus demon. Uh, hello. Well, in, in my flash pick. <laughs> the, uh, uh, yeah. Or they just like the names have been referenced. Like there was a ring that mentioned them or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And would have been cool. But anywho, I'm like crying over spilled ruins on <laughs> Um, just yeah. real quick before we move on off of the dark driver guy uh, or dark mm-hmm. diver guy, excuse me. Um, I watched a, a guy today, like just throw himself for hours at the boss of that area. And um, I just want to give him a shout out cause he, he listens to the show. So like he was, mm-hmm. he was talking about you guys <laughs> while he was streaming. So oh. Oh. that's a, that's a very difficult area. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Do you know his name or we just, he'll, he'll know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. He goes by Nova. I don't know what his something off on okay. is. He goes by Nova on the stream. Oh, yeah. so. oh well, thank you, Nova. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Nova. That's very nice of you. <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, I'm l- l- looking here further. Uh, the descriptions for the ones that are in Dranglet Castle, it says that they are a creation of a jailer. Mm. And that is per the uh, official strategy guide. Um, huh. And in fact, the other one as well. Yeah. So that, that that leads me to believe that they are actually endemic to the uh, to the lost Bastille a little bit yeah, because that is the some, purpose there. Yeah, yeah. the jail. Mm-hmm. They're on loan from the the Bastille collection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so we so we get into this this kind of area these these hallways that we have leading up you know to our ultimate goal here and this area is really weirdly like this looks lived in but in a weird way like they look like storage areas where you're storing your statues of things. And and also just boxes. Yeah, I've got this statue of a turtle knight, and I don't really know where to put it. So. <laughs> just put it about to smash open the door as like a fun prank. <laughs> it's just like his hammer like had a bucket of water balanced on it initially. <laughs> and if you kill something near it, the water falls down. It's Vendrick's dorm days. <laughs> I mean, his one eye can. He's Vendrick's frat. Yeah. Vendrick was really planning on turning that statue into a bong, and then, you know, things just went downhill. <laughs> just, yeah, we'll just suck on the tail, and then just... Uh... <laughs> oh, man. I have to say that the Turtles Pillars platform, the campaign, does not endorse illegal drug use. No, no that's more yeah. of a, a trap snakes yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, if you hit this this uh, statue, it makes like, a weird groan- groaning sound. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't so bring it to I, life. I noticed that today, and uh, somebody in uh, IRC told me that it's when you hit it, it's we're gonna. I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit, but the corrosion pool that we're gonna get, get to in just a few minutes, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. causes those statues to spit out more corrosion juice. Oh, because mm-hmm. it makes the same noise, but it, it's always confused me. And I mentioned it to someone today, and they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah. If you do that, and you can have someone else watching, like, what a weird thing. Like, what is that even meant to do?" That I can almost... only imagine like PvP fun. Yeah. Right, like you get to have it. You can just screw people over if they're hanging out in the corrosion pool. Yeah, which like, they're not. Yeah, you can only get so wet, guys. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm already naked and standing in acid. <laughs> Something isn't going my way today. Um, I, I had no idea. That's interesting. Uh huh. Oh. Yeah. Weird weirdness. It's it, that that is one of the most persistent like soapstone messages I see. Is like sorrow ahead hit or something like that. Yeah, I, well, I knew it made the noise. I didn't know it spit corrosion. Yeah. 
Because I definitely try attacking it because I wanted it to come to life. And then I wanted to use a fragrant branch of your on it. Yeah. Because it seemed like I should be able to, but you can't. Mm-hmm. Because it looks exactly like everything else you use a fragrant branch of your on. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Um, then there's the every every castle has a big acid pit. <laughs> um, with those weird like dragon ballista cannon things yeah. spitting out acid. All I can think is that those actually just leaked because hmm. for some reason he stores all these up in his ramparts. And like maybe this big pit is either where the acid is stored or just because this has been sitting for so long, his vessels of acid just kind of like pooled and collected there. Yeah. Like maybe it's a defense since it's up on a rampart. Like maybe that under that would be like, uh, well, I yeah. guess not. Yeah. Because it's not infinitely deep. <laughs> I was thinking like maybe it's like a courtyard or something that is flooded, but it's not. Yeah. And I'm not sure which wall because the geometry in this, like right after you go through the basement, the geometry starts going non-Euclidean. Yeah. Like all of yep. these, like every, like it's at like 40 degree angles and stuff. Like, and you know, because this is kind of out here in the middle of nowhere, like having a, you know, like boiling oil or acid over the ramparts for people charging in, unless this was over the front gate makes no sense. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it was used, um, cause you use acid in like, uh, like statue craft, right? Or like maybe it is used in, in golden craft in some like, way. Like metallurgy. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's used to, you know, acid away the, the parts that are not the, the golem. Yeah. So that's so a, this was that's like no the, basis for that. At the, at the time he built the castle, like, Nishandra was, like, really into hobbies and crafts, and he built this, and then she was like, eh, I'm off that. And I was just sitting <laughs> there. But you, you never anything. touch a soldering iron, dear. <laughs> <laughs> you still don't play I built base. you a corrosion pool. Yeah. <laughs> I got you a... Uh, I got you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She keeps saying <clears throat> that she'll get her Etsy business off the ground. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Vendrick, you can make it my birthday and Christmas present. <laughs> just give me an acid pool. <laughs> <sighs> women am i right yeah <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't mean like it's, <laughs> I, it's, 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 yeah, I didn't, I I didn't mean that like that i know there is, a, there is a consistent narrative of dark souls too about like a woman comes in and corrupts a kingdom <laughs> yeah like, that's something that's probably worth talking about at some point yeah yeah, um, yeah like I, I always read it as more of a macbeth uh, macbeth thing than hmm. uh you know outright sexism i leave that to the players leaving the soapstone messages yeah that's that might be coloring my my thing but even if it is like kind of like a I'm Macbeth thing. Like it's still, you know, it's still yeah. it's still what they chose to do mm-hmm. on it. It's kind of uh, even if it is a reference or Shakespearean anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you so you head up some stairs outside of the building. You're going in and out. <laughs> you get to this poison mask room, which is really interesting. Um, all these like be- you know crazy masks that spit poison on you mm-hmm. and try to get you from that twinkling titanite that's on the floor. But it's like just like a like a three by three foot cell <laughs> you know like there's not there's nothing to this area um other than just masks mm-hmm. what does that mean what is this here for i have no idea well there are other things that spit poison in this world um, yeah that's all that i can think of but mm-hmm. these are explicitly arrows right yeah yeah they, yeah exactly they're poison arrows i'm sorry yeah yeah, yeah. when i first went here went through here i'd I kind of ran through very quickly and then I try to go back and look, but um, it really reminded me of the mask that we see that we saw in the tr- first trailer of the game with the, yeah, I don't know if you get, it kind of reminded me of that, but looking at them, it's, it's not the same at all, but that's the only thing I can come up with. It just it seems totally unconnected to anything else. Yeah. No. And considering what they're in front of, I mean, like this would have been put there to impede progress towards uh, the, the, you know, the portrait that comes afterwards, but yeah. 
yeah, assuming you're coming from that direction. Yeah. Which like you could be going from from either direction from here. The portrait's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so there's a big room with a gigantic portrait portrait of Nashandra that curses you as you get close to it. Mm-hmm. And it's very heavily guarded. Um, and this kind of like there's a, something in a, one of the later DLCs that made me think of this a lot. Um, so we're going to talk about that when we talk about the DLC. But like it's interesting and doesn't do anything. Like I know Vivian talked about like, oh, I'm sure if I bring the Ring of Whispers here, something will happen. But nope. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, nothing, nothing yeah, happens yeah. with us. Yeah. I love the style that the painting is in. Yeah. Like it looks like faux Renaissance. Like it looks like a, a portrait that would be commi- you know, commissioned for a royal lady. Mm-hmm. Did you guys do the Dark Souls one thing and immediately run up to it thinking that you can interact yep. with it somehow and get, get cursed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that might be the extent of the joke. Part one, yeah. somebody wants to make a painting of a lady. Part two, remember that time in Dark Souls 1? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Paintings are not portals in this game. Yeah. Learn it. <laughs> and then like, we don't, and then we don't go to like the next area full of painting golems, like mm-hmm. learning to fear them. But I guess we there are some painting. Uh, there are reasons to learn to fear painting later too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I I would have bet dollars to donuts before I knew the answer that this is how you would have got the DLC. Oh yeah. Like I was like yeah that's what I thought that painting I was like oh it's not a portal now but once the DLC comes out this is how we're gonna get to it. Mm-hmm. But not the case. Yeah. But uh, this giving you curse and also, uh, what's his name, Welliger's uh, dialogue are not speaking very well for, uh, let's say, the provenance of uh, Nashandra. Yeah. Or at yeah. least is, her intentions, right? Is this real? Is this where we first learn or start getting those hints about her? You know, there's really no, maybe there are a couple of offhanded mentions about the queen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for, 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 from NPCs. I feel real bad for not having specific citations on this, but there's just so much dialogue in the game. Um, yeah. you know, and, and a lot of it pops up in, in different places. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I, I think that really this is our first, our first real acquaintance with Nassandra and I don't just mean seeing her face to face. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, uh, cause I, it's something that like, I just take for granted, you mm-hmm. know, cause it's been so long. I can't put myself in the head of the, the first time I played mm-hmm. to, to imagine how my opinions of Nassandra developed. Yeah. So it seems like Welliger is the first person that really clues you in on how everything came to be and who she is and what Venger did for her. It seems like that's really the first time you get any kind of inform- any real information besides there's a queen, there's a king. Yeah, but I, I could be misremembering as well. It's been several months since I'd played it for the first time, obviously. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I just came here assuming that if there was a king, there would be a queen. And, mm-hmm. you know, this was this was, you know, hitting you over the head immediately with the kind of the role that she played in the kingdom. Yeah, which turns out to be incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an invasion here. Yeah, the nameless usurper, who is not explicitly, but uh, looks, wears the same clothes that Lysia wears. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lysia, later on, um, you know, is 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 a sinner, and you can... Uh, and we'll talk about it, I guess, when we get the item. Or, yeah, but you, there's, yeah. there's more interactions with Lysia yeah. uh, later on. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Uh, looking at this right now, I'm just doing a search for all of the dialogue in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only mentions of Queen are either Welliger or um, Nashandra herself. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah. Handy little tool there. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, the, this this um, this invasion really stymied my progress for a little bit. Like, not, not, you know, for a long bit. Not a big bit, but a 
I'll just stop right now. A little bit. And regather my thoughts. A little bit, like you said the first time. Yeah, like I said the first time. <laughs> Sorry. Again. Wait, can, you, can you clarify the bit? Yeah. Which side where is the bit? Yeah, where is the bit? I am very sorry, everybody. I've had a long day. Um, but uh, no, but, but you, you have these uh, archers who are kind of like raining down on you. So, you know, one way you have poison mask and the other way you have uh, very narrow passageways uh, with bolts that were at the very least just strong enough to stunlock me and leave me open to her. Mm. Yeah, and you're discouraged from bringing her back into the the cursed painting room because of the cursed painting. Yeah, <laughs> even though you can probably make a wide enough berth, like I think that's if you probably the best place to fight her mm-hmm. um, is kind of away from the painting in that room. If you cleared it out and didn't run past those guys, mm-hmm. that's oh. exactly what I did my first time through when she invaded me. Um, or he or she will keep it a mystery. Um, <laughs> but. Th- Going back in there and then using way overpowered sunlight spears and things like that just knocked her right out for me. I think I don't even think I fought her twice. I think it was just the one time. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a hidden bonfire uh, that's very welcome. Oh, uh, yeah. Not that you're that likely to to die on this next boss, but in case you do, this the stretch behind you is really. It's like in, like when you're playing a game. Like if you you know the the amount that you should desire to save your game is measure it with how much you don't want to do the thing you just did again. Yeah. And like the first time yeah. I went through here, I was like, I do not want to go through that, that room with the golems again, all this nonsense. So I was very happy to find this bonfire, um, which is kind of hidden, but it just, it wasn't a, a problem for me. Like it just looks like this is one of those like secret doors that looks like a secret door to me. Mm-hmm. Like just the, yeah. the placement of everything. Yeah. If you don't see that it's a, the, you know, that it's an illusory wall, it just looks like a pathway down to that, uh, black huntsman's bow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, so, so you have a reason to be down there, and then you, uh, you know, you can, uh, uh, you know, hump up against the wall, yeah. and get uh, get the bonfire. Yeah, the bigger issue for me was actually seeing the ladder. Mm, yeah, against that pitch black skybox. I always, I always ran and jumped. Like I never, I didn't know there was a ladder until like my second time through the game. <laughs> like uh, I did, like I didn't actually know there was a ladder to get back. So I got the the bonfire, and then had to teleport back to the first bonfire. Oh, no. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah, I didn't see it. Um, well, not my second time through the game, my second time through. So I teleported back to the first bonfire, made my way up to the second bonfire again, and then saw the ladder. Mm-hmm. So, but did not see the ladder the first time. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that makes more sense. I thought you had yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. No, it just kept going like now. No. Yeah, this uh, th- this bonfire was very welcome for, for me because I hate those real guard enemies. Mm. Like just uh, they they they're specifically designed to just really halt your progress, and because all of the pathways, all the walkways in this area are only like one you know you know, one and a half tumble widths your size, mm-hmm. um, you know really it kind of forces you to fight them or to get them to do the uh, the crazy return to spawn shuffle. Yeah, yeah, and and you are discouraged from just running past these guys, which like you can kind of do, but there's a really interesting NPC interaction up here mm-hmm. that uh, that you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is the the Nishandra's throne room, her separate <laughs> ladies-only throne room. Yeah, her separate ladies-only exposed to the elements way above ground. <laughs> yep. With very beautiful stained glass work. Like, the design of this is great. I wish I could get closer, but I can't. Yeah, yeah. And you, you can um, like you can cheat and get closer. I've seen some people do that. Um, just because I wanted to see if you could uh, fuck with her. Because like, I was just like, oh, I remember Guinevere. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot you, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, nothing happens, unfortunately. But I was like, oh, man, something badass is going to happen if I shoot her. When I got to this part, that's the first thing I did is I wrote a note. It's like, OK, come back and shoot this lady later once you figure out what's going on. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I just knew something had to happen if you shot her. So, Yeah, sadly, no. 
Mm-hmm. Sadly, no. Yeah. But her dialogue, she drops three important tidbits. Again, she's speaking of Vendrick in the past tense, uh, you know, talking about what kind of ruler he was, um, and then talks about how he, you know, never took his true throne, um, you know, for even for as much as he was l- looking into soul arts. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she kind of, you know, tries to be your other quest giver, which, again, you should really be wary of anybody who tries to tell you what to do um, by saying we have no need for two rulers. And mm-hmm. you're not quite certain if she's talking about you and him or her and him. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely thought it was her at first. Like, I thought, like, oh, OK, I am trying to get rid of Vendrick on behalf of her. Mm-hmm. Like, but. Yeah, And there's a sense to her dialogue that she wants you to put him out of his misery, but that, you know, rings very hollow, no pun intended. Yeah, especially in light of, of everything that comes up. Yeah. Um, yeah, and one of the interesting things, I just found this out today, um, I read it online, so I don't know how exactly how true it is, but if you talk to her and exhaust her dialogue, um, it will show all of the teleport locations mm-hmm. for bonfires, even if you have not unlocked them. Like, you can't go to them, but it will show them all. Okay. So you know, you know how much of the world remains. Yeah, and it's like a hint. Is this of, the trick? To, is this the? Is that the trigger for that? I had no idea. I thought it was uh, beating the boss of this area that we're in now. That's that's interesting. I didn't know yeah. that it was talking to her. Yeah, according to the Wikipedia or the uh, the wiki rather. Yeah, there's definitely no um, no indication. Like I just saw that uh, before I fought the Mirror Knight. So this very well could be it. Sometime between when you get the Drang Lake and when you fight the the Mirror Knight. Right. Yeah. All right. But before we get to Mirror Knight. We go. We have to head into the treasure room. Yeah, I like this room a lot. Actually, I like yeah. this boss fight too. Yeah, it's good. It, it is better than the uh, something I said like early on when. So this is the twin dragon riders, the double Ds, mm-hmm. and uh, the, something I was saying how like <laughs> a lot of the underwhelming boss fights in Dark Souls Two are set up in context for other boss fights that come later in other games. So like the, you know, when you fight uh, Ornstein, like he's, he's pretty easy, but like that is to show like, this is what he is like without, without smoke. Like that's the hard, you know, the hardest boss fight in Dark Souls 1, um, you know, arguably. Here's what it, it is like half of that. And uh, there's another boss fight that we did that I, I won't, won't talk about yet because there's spoilers, but it's also set up in, in contrast to something. And then this one where you fight the one dragon rider and he's really easy. And now it's like, okay, now there's two dragon riders. One of them's covering the other, mm-hmm. you know, deal with that. And it's still like not that hard, but it's pretty neat. So yeah. this is one that I always summon for, even if I don't uh, explicitly need it. Hmm. Just because it is, uh, it, it is very fun to co-op with somebody. I mean, and in general, I, I like, spent a lot of time yeah. sunburning in this area just because it's so much of a fun fight, and it's real easy to get bites. So you know, your summon side wasn't down for very long. It's a fun fight. I, I like this. I like this fight a lot. Mm-hmm. What uh, what what build are you running through for this uh, for this playthrough? Um, a strength build mm-hmm. is what I started with. So I like got up to fifty strengths because I wanted to use like super big weapons. Mm-hmm. And then about halfway through, I realized eh, soul level doesn't matter. So now it's a strength <laughs> hex. <laughs> because why not? So it's, you know, big, huge weapons with dark weapon on top of it. And, you know, not really using a lot of projectile stuff because I want to do more melee. But it's it's been a lot of fun. I, 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 think the, I think the Dark Souls games are always gravitate towards the magic users first. Like my first playthrough was all sorcery and hex and miracles and all that. Um, but I think melee is always the much more fun and challenging build to take through any of the Souls games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I like this room a lot, too. Um, it's just one small room with a lot of treasure in it. 
Yeah, it's, it's the treasure room <laughs> for the uh, and, that and these guys weirdly young... huge gold medallion. What what is that? Like <laughs> yeah. what's that that big huge thing? What is? <laughs> it's mm. so off from everything else. This from every excuse me from all of the other decoration in this castle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, there are a couple of things like these. These are the only uh, dragon statues that you see as well, aside from those siege engines that spit acid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- there's not that much to say about it as a fight. No. Um, one of the, the dragon riders is up on a ledge and will cover you with a, a great bow or cover his friend with a great bow. Yeah. Um, that guy has half as many hit points as the, uh, the ground guy. So if you, and if you attack him with a ranged weapon, he'll jump down yeah. and join his buddy. And, and uh, am I manufacturing memories or can or, or does he actually destroy? Can the, uh, can the platform is on be destroyed? I don't, I've never done it. Yeah. So I, I I don't know which one of those is true. Yeah, I might be confusing him jumping mm-hmm. down with that. Um, yeah. And again, if you don't remember from when we talked about the first Dragon Rider, this is um, an order of uh, knights that Vendrick trained. It was like his uh, his elite guard that came with him to this land, actually. Mm-hmm. So where where Dringlick actually is, and uh, the, it's a crazy uh, order where you have to like fight a dragon in order to get in. Otherwise, you know, you fight the dragon, you're going to ride. Yeah. 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 And if you if you fail, you get eaten by said dragon. Yeah, and if it's yeah, if it finds you wanting. Yeah. Yep. So, badass. I like dragon riders. Not afraid. Yeah. Not afraid to say it. <laughs> yeah, they look they look real cool. I like their weapon. Yeah. The uh, like, and you yeah, can make a absolutely. lot of different weapons from them, which is cool. So mm-hmm. I forget. Do these guys give you two extra two extra souls or? Just I think you just get. I think you just get one extra soul. Nah. But uh, you can make. I know the the twin blade. You can make a great bow, mm-hmm. and you can make a halberd. Yep. And a shield too, I think, mm-hmm. from their soul. It's a very versatile mm-hmm. soul. Yeah, so it's a fascinating mm-hmm. soul. Yeah, you use every part of the soul. <laughs> um, after you kill them, there's an ice bonfire. Yeah, as well. Very welcome. This week's episode is also brought to you by Amazon. Our affiliate link that's at duckfeed.tv slash tipjar. Yeah. Yeah, you can go to that uh, that link and anything you're going to buy on Amazon, which you're going to buy anyway, it's uh, it's back to school. It's uh, time to buy textbooks. It's all skin and knees and spelling bees. And <laughs> dropping bags, your G's. Dropping G's on skin and knees and spelling bees. You guys need a graph and calculator? <laughs> you need a cool laptop? You're getting ready for the big harvest festival? You need some Wiccan supplies? Yeah. You can get it all from, from Amazon. Yeah. And if you do it through that link, we get a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't cost you anything extra. Yeah. It is transparently an affiliate link. Um, affiliate marketing is generally gross, but you're going to go to Amazon anyway. And we want to be totally upfront with, yes, we get a cut. doesn't cost you anything extra. And uh, it is a great way to support the show. People uh, blow that up on a regular basis. And, yeah. Uh, and if, if, if it's, it's a little bit less silly than like stamps.com because like that's saying that all of your fans are just Etsy, <laughs> you know, people. But like everybody uses Amazon. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's just the cheapest way to get things. Yeah. Like I want a thing and I want it in two days. Like I'm gonna get it from Amazon. Yeah. They're not morally perfect. Yeah. But yeah. It's the company you love to hate. It's <laughs> exactly. the it's the Walmart of the internet, but they make yeah. the internet run. So Exactly. Yeah. But uh, we have an inter- it's, there's uh, international appeal as well. If you're in, uh, I always get this wrong, Great Britain or the United Kingdom, whichever one is the islands where they speak our language. I think it's the United Britain. United Britain, yes. Um, and also Canada. Uh, those are um, th- th- those are options as well. I got a check of money in what I assume is Britain money, um, and now Ooh. I need to figure out how to deposit that. <laughs> Quids. Quid, yes. Quid. Pence. <laughs> Penny farthings. Are you just doing speak and spell? 
<laughs> Penny Farthings. <laughs> um, yeah. So that yeah. is stuckfeed.tv slash tip jar. It helps us out a lot. Slash forgive our ignorance. <laughs> so you're down in this cozy little hallway with a, with a uh, bonfire and everything. And also an old friend, Ben Hart, is here if you've uh, followed his quest line. I done fucked him up again, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did not appear for me, so. He didn't, I, he has appeared here for me, but I've gone through this game a bunch of times now. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember every time that he does. I don't remember, I don't think he has anything real meaningful to say here. Like, I do not, I understand Luca Teal mm-hmm. and her her kind of like wanderings. I do not understand Ben Hart's and I super don't understand where he ultimately ends up. Right. Like, that makes yeah, no that sense doesn't to make me. doesn't any sense whatsoever. <laughs> it's like, what's going on with that? The fact um, that he's there and also knows who you are is just really bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I do not understand Ben Hart. Like, I would, I would defy Vadi to do a prepare to cry Ben Hart. Like, the only thing I know about him is he's got a fake sword. And yes, that's sad. <laughs> but I have no idea what he's doing here or why he's in any place he's at. Um, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can probably tie some kind of uh, you know theme around this of like oh he's seeking challenge he's he's an adventurer he's kind of the you know the the, the sigmire of this right yeah but yeah kind 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 of yeah uh, I mean yeah. like in 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 the loosest sense if you were drawing some kind of parallel to it you know oh. you know he definitely doesn't have the jollies but yeah 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 and he's he's just he's not as sound as as Luca Teal, I don't think right like as far as the traveling NPCs go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get down this hallway and there's uh there's another one of those corkscrew elevators, uh, which mm-hmm. makes a reappearance from um in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and uh oh good. I was gonna say, yeah, and there's a little area you uh you drop down into, a little room to to activate that um corkscrew elevator. Mm-hmm. And uh it's another golem activation room. <laughs> yeah. With uh with more <laughs> you know, more stone knights. Yeah. Except these ones aren't un these these are not unlimited. And yeah. this is a one way, this is a one way area. So you're going to have to do it twice if you, uh, fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And you can't go back the way you came either. Right. So you can't, you can't, you have that little ledge. You can't back up for, for safety. So mm-hmm. you really have to be able to take these guys out smart. You know, they will, they will pull chain or pull activate in sets of two, mm-hmm. but you can keep them, yep. to, you know, two of them can be the most you have to deal with at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that I don't I don't really like this detour that they take you on to like activate the elevator. It's a little bit confusing to me, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not quite sure what purpose it serves um, other than to show you like where he keeps his, you know, weapons of war. I thought, yeah, I just thought it was like this is to show more of the castle. Yeah. It's a it's frustrating. That's mandatory, though. Yeah. Like a little ledge is, is frustrating. And I was, I didn't even notice the ledge when I first went in, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Like I should have noticed it because I walked down it. But I kept noticing speedrunners running through the area rather than going back after they activated the thing. And I was wondering mm-hmm. why they did it. Yeah. And uh, and then I was, like tried to turn around. I was like, oh, you can't. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Because you know, I always went yeah. through all the way just because I wanted to get more treasure or what have you. Yeah. Oh. Well, well, past that, there's the, uh, well, first there's the uh, Kaitha chime or whatever yeah. it is, which is uh, the, mm-hmm. the hexing chime you want to get. Yeah. It's real, real good. Um, yeah, it's rad. And then there's the, uh, the 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 great hall, which has a lawn knights in it, um, and also and also some pyromancies you would really want to get if you were following that path. Yeah, yeah. I do not know why there are lawn knights here. Neither do I. Nor do I understand why there are primitive knights. 
Yeah, well, or why there's a, a great hall right here. Like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you're receiving yeah. guests from out of state, like this, you don't want them to go okay, through this is the how weird. You're to get here. Go into the basement. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> you're gonna go yeah. up the ladder. You're gonna yeah. kill the knights. Yeah, to take a complimentary mouse from Willager and then bite off its head as you walk through this door. <laughs> the uh, yeah, I mean, like the the primal knights. Like I associate those guys with um, with Aldia. Mm-hmm. Like him creating them and them being kind of just guardians. Yeah. Yes. I don't associate them with another kingdom the way I associate the Alon Knights with another kingdom. Right. You know, so that's that's the more the weirdo thing. Yeah. For us. It might be another Grave Wardens in the uh in yeah. um, Earth and Peak, which is unsatisfying to say the least. Yeah. I think I think that is that is what it is, and that yeah. sucks. Yeah. This whole little diffidiculate just feels like empty calories to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Because it eventually just leads you back around to where you were. Yep. I do like the area right outside of us where the there's three archers. And once you kill those guys, you can kind of look down. And it's one of those classic Dark Souls moments where you look down and you're really far away from the things that you... Like, you can see the stairwell coming up into the castle. And you can mm. kind of see, like, in different areas where you've been. Like, that's some of my favorite Dark Souls moments. Mm. And yeah. they're relatively rare in Dark Souls 2. And I, I really enjoyed that part. Yeah. You have to relish in where you can find them. I just... I, I forgot to make a note of that. Yeah, I can. I can for sure see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is probably the, uh, the 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 most the area where you can most see where you've been. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of has the eco or the Anorlando effect. So at least it has that going for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know what else it has going for it? My the, favorite the, character in the game, the Unbedded. <laughs> <laughs> you just like it because he he is from a Silent Hill game. Yes, I do. Yeah, <laughs> he he makes no sense. Like he he's 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 tenuous lore wise. Like, but he is from a Silent Hill game. Yep. So so you take this elevator up to what I presume is the highest point in the castle, mm-hmm. right? And there's a, there's a, a cell, you know, like a freestanding cell in the middle of a room with a mute young woman sitting in you know like sitting in it. You can't interact with her. And bound to the you know to the door of the cell, there is um, an upside down like writhing hollow, um, who you know is just called the embedded. How, like, is it metal? Yes. Is it like a Kiria Mocha crazy surf rock? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got a, his face is a keyhole, right? Something or he's like wearing that, a mask yeah. that is a keyhole. He's, yeah, he's wearing a mask that's a keyhole. Yeah, it's yeah really creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's a great image. Like. Oh, that was very good. And he's super trained. I was like, this guy, and we, we'll talk about him when we can actually interact with him. Mm-hmm. I was really expecting great things from the embedded. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah. you, you're going to yeah. do it, boy. Like, you're <laughs> going to, I'm expecting, oh, the places you'll go. And then, and then the ultimate, you know, what his story is, I'm not, unless there's more to it that I don't know. Yeah. But I'm not that into it. Yeah. Which sucks because it's amazing visual a design bit. and concept. Yeah. I, I dug around a little bit today on it, and there's, Everything that I've seen is just totally out there and made up because there's just no supporting evidence. Like you get the one thing that mentions them and then that's that's it. So everybody just making up stuff, <clears throat> which yeah. is unfortunate. That dude had so much potential when you first see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely unsettling, and it lends you know you don't you don't know who this woman is, but it you know like the where this young woman Vendrick's you know kingdom and this guy intersect. You know, like that 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 is probably the only friction point where you're going to find any sparks around like what's actually going on but you know right. he, he does lend import to you know kind of the underlying things of this but we have no idea what those are because there's nothing of substance right right and maybe there maybe there will be 
you know, especially if the DLC does end up being if the Ivory King is Vendrick, Mm -hmm. which who knows if that's true. Yeah. But if that ends up being the case and it goes back to that, like, I would love to know more about her and her species. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which we later learned to be a Milfinito. Yeah. And for now, that is just a word to you if you're not (laughs) going to play the game. But (laughs) yeah. But uh, you you get some powerful items up here. You have a soul vessel. I think uh, you get like great shield and also the key to the king's passage. Mm hmm. Yeah, which is down that gigantic ladder, which you should just bonfire a homeward bone. Because <laughs> yeah, that elevator, which just takes forever. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you head down here to the King's Passage, one of the other smaller areas of the game. Yeah. I like this a lot. Yeah. This looks really cool, too. There's that little, like, when you first get in here, that uh, fresco with the Tree of Life mm-hmm. and the uh, the bust. Yes. But that's mm-hmm. very interesting to me and seems intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, and you know, especially compared to what you're going to see later, like it def- it lends uh, it lends a lot of import to that imagery yeah. here, which that's one of my favorite parts of Dark Souls One. So I was definitely between the uh, the embedded and this, I was just it was just tiny fist pumps all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, There's a good example of that Dark Souls Two humor too, because right beside the fresco is a item, and if you pick it up, it's an alluring skull. And once the glowy disappears, they placed it exactly on a human skull on the shelf, which. <laughs> It has to be t- intentional, and it's such a weird little <laughs> detail. Like, you, you know, a programmer somewhere was just having a little bit of fun with himself. <laughs> yeah. This march down the King's Passage, though, I mean, it is a fearful symmetry, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have these, you know, stone knights lining it both ways, and kind of you're looking off, and you kind of see that you're wandering, you know, out the back of the castle into the, you know, to the next landmass that's beyond it. Yeah. And these stone knights, um, they look like they look like chess pieces. They're like the horse-headed knights from Zelda Two, mm-hmm. um, who come to life, and you can actually mm. destroy them before they come to life. Um, but you're, you, I think you get different treasure, and I could be totally wrong about that. But I don't think they will drop uh, the Llewellyn set if you if you kill them while they're still horses. Right? They don't or drop any souls statues. either. Yeah. Yeah, that could be what I'm thinking of, actually, because they know they drop something. I did it um, today, and uh, two of them dropped Titanite slabs, mm-hmm. um, but they did. I did not get a piece of the Llewellyn set. Yeah, so. that same exact same thing happened. Excuse me, that exact same thing happened to me. I got two Titanite slabs from these guys, and I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." Yeah, yeah. That, thanks. That, <laughs> that Llewellyn set is pretty great. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. resistances, if you have the if, if you have the uh, um, carry capacity to to use it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's a big rail guard down at the end of this. Um, I always have a lot of trouble with this run. This is apropos of nothing, but uh, these knights give me some give me some trouble just because I can't I can't aggro them in mm. a manageable way. Yeah, you can't aggro them from a distance because yeah. they're just statues until. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's it's worth noting that the uh, that the stone knights, the, you know, the, the, the Llewellyn said that's what Welliger is wearing mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, you know, which says something to me about like, okay, these guys for whatever reason they just don't die; they become something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and these guys are not explicitly the same as the uh, the stone knights from before. Right, like they have horse heads, which stinks of of Aldia mm-hmm. fuckery. Yeah. So, and you Al- know, there are other parts with like animal headed people, mm-hmm. like referenced in other places in the game. Like there's those two statues um, in Ornstein's room mm-hmm. that have animal heads, like. That is like a thing. Like people with animal heads maybe is actually a thing in this world, but I have no idea what it is. The kingdom of Dr. Moreau. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The crown the, the crown of the furry king <laughs> we're going to. 
<laughs> afterwards. <laughs> hmm. Let's talk about the looking glass night. Yeah. This is good shit. Yeah, this is great. Um, I was happy because even though I heard about the concept of, uh, of the Mirror Knight, which I'm just going to call him that because I'm American, um, <laughs> like that, 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 had, that had been spoiled for me, but I hadn't seen any, uh, I hadn't seen any details about, you know, like what the aesthetics of the fight were. Like I assumed he was going to be gigantic or whatever. And yes, he is bigger, but, um, man, the presentation of this fight is like right up there with how good the quality of the fight itself is. Yeah. It, it's one of my favorite fights in the game. Like, uh, you know, and, and it, it's, it's really up there. Like, I love um, the concept of it. And, like, from both ends, like, it is, if he summons another player, like, you know. So what the Mirror Knight is, is he, and he's such a weird-looking design, too. Mm-hmm. The, like, three-headed mask with the crown of thorns. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, uh, the like, on the back, he's got little wings mm-hmm. and stuff on his yeah. armor. Like, his yeah. armor is really striking. Yeah. Uh, Reminds me of uh, old King Doran. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got the yeah, same kind yeah, of like yeah. torso shape mm-hmm. as old King Doran, mm-hmm. um, but uh, and he's got this gigantic mirror shield that everything bounces off of. Yeah, like uh, spells and attacks. I got through this thing. So it is the literal mirror shield from Zelda. Yeah, yeah, it's a <laughs> yeah. cool shield too if you make it. Like, yeah. Um, but he his whole thing is that he can summon help. Um, through the mirror, and I remember though that pre-release stuff when I had the spoilers, um, I was saying if you could smash the mirror in time, you could prevent this from happening, <laughs> and that is not the case nope. at all. That but is that not was true on release. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> how how awesome is it? That this is, this was the first boss they let people play against. <laughs> like this guy is really hard. Like this is really <laughs> neat and difficult. Like to be in, to show off as like all of the lighting and everything too it's a perfect boss to choose for pre-release footage like it yeah i kept waiting for it to happen but it, i mean there's so much to love about this boss fight like it's it's so much fun to fight i love this dude's moveset the mm-hmm. mirror makes it really difficult for a spellcaster because i mean sunlight spears will literally like deflect off of that and go flying into mm-hmm. the air it's just an awesome yeah. effect <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and it's it's storming like crazy like there's this, you know, huge lightning and thunder that that sounds the entire time, um, yeah, and yeah. and his attacks will do that as well. Like he shoots lightning, yeah, um, that will make it make a thunder sound. I always thought he would, that Such. he was channeling lightning that struck him. Yeah, yeah, that they. I think that that's what is uh, going on. Mm-hmm. Even though it doesn't have to actually strike him, it's not like you see that and then he does the attack. He can do it whenever he wants. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, that would make sense for him to to conduct. Yeah. Yeah, it's so this this uh, you know aside from him summoning help, he's a pretty basic uh, fight in terms of like move set. Like he's got a couple of a couple of uh, close range and then some long range ones. That uh that horizontal um electricity wave, I have so much trouble dodging that. Like mm-hmm. I just resign myself to uh, to soaking it. It's got a really wide arc. Yeah, oh. mm-hmm. I can sometimes I frame through it, but it's really hard. You can't count on that. And uh, so he summons people, and he can summon real life players or MP, you know computer controlled NPCs. And computer controlled NPCs are no big deal. Mm-hmm. Like if he summons them, I almost think it is a better idea just to ignore them and keep fighting the the mere knight mm-hmm. because they're idiots. But you know any PvP encounter is tough. You know like like that's always going to be a little at least a little bit of a challenge. While fighting a boss fight is just crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it's such an interesting twist on the old monk, which was you know. Like probably the mechanically the most interesting boss fight in Demon Souls. It's it's you yeah. know if it wasn't for uh, Astrea, 
would be would be my favorite boss fight in that game. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the 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 mirror knight sound like the like you know his his song actually has a leitmotif from the old monk in it, like the harpsichord mm-hmm. uh, melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Does it really? I, I never knew that. I'll have to go back mm-hmm. and listen to that by itself. Yeah. Um, if I'll put a marker here and I'll put in a comparison. For the listeners, yeah, <laughs> it's also worth noting that um, the the way to be summoned by this guy is to drop a red soapstone sign. If assuming that you have found a red soapstone sign, or I think you buy it from uh, what's his name over in Purgatory. Um, but you drop it, and if you don't get summoned in the first ten seconds, you drop it again, um, and mm-hmm. eventually you'll get a message that says, you know, being summoned to be the squire of the Mirror Knight. Really, yeah, like squire. one of those classic. The Mirror Squire, yeah, thank you. Like the, you know, the guilty pay the price message of Dark Souls 2, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. You buy the red sign soapstone from Tichigren. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Have you, um, I've only been summoned once. I've only managed to get that to happen once, even though I've tried a lot. So I have tried quite a bit, and I think I'm just going to eventually have to go into New Game Plus to make it happen because I don't mm-hmm. think it, it'll ever happen in New Game, unfortunately. Yeah. I was uh, d- delighted this time because when I was making the run up, I saw that there was a red sign soapstone. I was like, yes, yes, it's going to happen. And, you know, I knew it would mean I would lose the fight, but, you know, yeah. it'd be a, a good experience. But no, somebody else uh, grabbed nabbed him. So, yeah, that's the thing is that there's so many factors. Like, you have to get summoned, and when you get summoned, they have to, uh, you know, the, like the Mirror Knight can die while you're being summoned. Mm-hmm. That happened to me a couple mm-hmm. times. Like the screen goes dark and then it comes back up and says the you know the master defeated you know, or the boss has been defeated or something like that. Yeah. It's and like so. uh, it's like when you're doing the old monk and the person you're invading dies before they get to him. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, we should talk a little bit about the purpose that this guy serves because he was once the trial that uh, that any new knights would have to uh, pass through. Mm-hmm. Like this, you know, this king's passage was almost meant as a literal gauntlet for uh, anybody who wanted to be initiated. But, you know, since Vendrick, you know, made his retreat, presumably this way, because it's the only way out, um, you know, everything now is standing guard. Right. And it's still fulfilling a purpose mm-hmm. in that way, too, which ties into that kind of more of the macro plight or plot when we start talking about uh, Nashandra a little bit more. More like macro plight, am I right? Yeah, the, yeah, the ma- exactly. Whoa. Boom. The, um... And boom, uh, Jack and Jill went up the hill. So, the, uh, but uh, so that's the original idea is that it was it was a test, you know. Which like it's such an easy like I wish you know things that don't make sense in Dark Souls. Like I'm always willing to accept that that explanation. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, it's a test. Like Answer sense doesn't make sense as a thing. Questions three. Yeah, like sense is just a test. Like mm-hmm. that's why it's there. That's fine. Yeah. But it's just that we we tend to rankle when something just doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> right. You know, um, and the bosses of this area do a good job of that, where like the dragon riders are probably guarding the treasure room. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And mm-hmm. this guy, you know, his his lore explicitly says that he was meant to test knights. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's kept in, you know, he, that's still useful in that, that stopping people from getting Vendrick because Vendrick does not want to be found. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's pretty funny because Nishandra says, you know, implies that Vendrick wasn't a good leader. Yeah, that, like he didn't have you know what it took to go far enough and take his true throne, true throne, right? Whatever that means, right? And um, but, 
but really he was able to inspire such such loyalty in these people right right which is one of the the early clues that nishandra is possibly full of shit yeah you know and, exactly uh, yeah that's yeah that's, i was just about to say that like you, you just can't trust that dude nishandra yeah because <laughs> yeah. yeah like you know Ven- vendrick uh, like as time will time will, will judge vendrick Mm-hmm. And he's done some shitty things, but I don't think that I think she's she's trying to character assassinate him yep. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the looking glass Knight's soul um, can make either his sword, which is kind of like a crazy sword of thorns or sorry, mm-hmm. thorn, a great sword. I'm not sure what the thorns signify aside from his uh, his uh, hat. Yeah, um, it's, it's a sword based on his hat. Yeah, as you do. Mm-hmm. I would like to see um, Jamiroquai's sword. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be a crazy sword, right? That would be a crazy sword. It'd be virtually insane. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and then also you can get a shield, which you mentioned before. Is there any? Uh, is there any particular? Is there any particular trick to that other than it can parry spells? Um. No, it's just a good big shield. Yeah. Like, uh, that's all. Yeah. And can parry spells. And if it, or, no, it's a great shield. I don't think it parries spells. Maybe it just. Um, oh. It, does it deflect? I don't know. I, I'm going to end yeah. up saying something wrong if I make it, a claim. L- looking at the wiki here, cannot parry, but the shield bash works as a spell parry that deflects spells. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That's what it is. Because mm-hmm. I knew you couldn't. I, I had a moment of dissonance where I'm like, great shields can't parry. Great shields can't parry. <laughs> <laughs> parry, what are you saying? Great shields. Yeah. 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 You know, when the game was first released, I tried out because I thought shield parrying spells were it was going to be like a real kind of game changer from Dark Souls 1, but it's it was so difficult to time, especially countering, especially when you were dealing with lag and everything. That I, I just gave up on it. They've apparently increased the window frames for that for you to do that, but I haven't gone. Have you either one of you tried that in PvP or anything to <sighs> deflect spells? I, I like how high your opinion is of my skills. <laughs> so let's just operate under that illusion. Yes, I do it all the time. I can't feel alive without it. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I I tried a couple times, but I haven't tried since they uh, they buffed the the time the window hmm. so apparently it's not that bad now i guess it's supposed to be significantly easier but i haven't actually done it so yeah okay. i haven't done yeah, it i haven't, I haven't done it that. since the patch either so yeah mm-hmm. so i'm saving up my pvp for the pvp episode <laughs> not explicitly but that's kind of because mostly because i haven't like i need to make a build for it and start thinking about soul memory and like i had to fight off my instincts to just level up and make my equipment as good as i can yeah so yeah mm-hmm yeah. yeah, and that's the boss, and really, there's not much after him. I love how the elevator uh, beyond him is covered in moss, and this is kind of the first sign of like organic corruption you've seen. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of easing mm-hmm. you into uh, what's going to you know uh, lie next. Yeah, the uh, the shrine of Amana. But mm-hmm. uh, since we're past Drang Lake, um, now is when we're going to start sprinkling in our our special episodes and start uh, kindling the bonfire. So we mentioned PvP. That's a little bit down the road, but we do have a special episode coming up next. Mm-hmm. Which is data mining. There's secrets. It's as fun as it sounds. <laughs> There's secrets in them. There files, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and we uh, <laughs> we have a illusory, illusory wall from uh, illusorywall.tumblr.com, who has been really awesome as far as participating and is responsible for a lot of the information that's out there on uh, the good wiki uh, <laughs> about Dark Souls, and uh, has just taken these games apart to find interesting things like just today or yesterday he posted a thing about uh there's a hidden object in the skybox of majula mm-hmm. that corresponds with the um the uh, uh the undead crypt, crypt. Yep. yeah so like he's just like finding what? stuff constantly yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you should. That that is a pro tumbler, and we're just gonna chat with them a little bit about yeah. um, you know, about what it's like, what drives somebody to to really take this game apart. Like, what are the most surprising things he's found, and 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 those things. Yeah. So that'll be after the appendix oh, wow, for this episode. So cool. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it is a fun. Blog. I'm, I'm, I'm a, a huge. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that guy. We, me and him, have had some messages back and forth, and uh, th- th- I'm so jealous of you guys going to sit down and talk with him. I'd love to pick that guy's brain. Well, so um, let us know if there's anything specific you'd like us to ask, because uh, we're not going to do that as a two-part episode. There's not going to be an appendix mm-hmm. for that. But if anybody listening um, has questions that they have for Illusory Wall, they can submit them, and uh, we'll have a portion of the episode that'll be listener questions. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then after that, we're going to be. Uh, do we want to announce that, or do we just want to uh, leave um, it? Leave sure. it hanging. Yeah. Well, if you have any thoughts on the Shrine of Amana or uh, the Undead Crypt, which are the areas coming up next, we're going to do both those in one uh, rip roar and ultra frustrating episode. <laughs> and uh, yeah. is is it still true that we're being joined by the person that it says? Yeah. Cool. Yep. We're joined by uh, David Plavas, who is a researcher for Riot Games and a buddy of mine and noted Dark Souls fan. Hmm. So. Yeah. Cool. Can I go ahead and give my, um, I guess, response to the Shrine of Romana so I don't have to write it on Facebook or anything? Yes. <laughs> Fuck the Shrine of Romana. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Thanks, Amana. <laughs> uh. yeah. um, Jeremy, remind people where they can find you on the internet. Um, I am known as not ECEC on just about everywhere, Tumblr, YouTube, uh, just anywhere you can, anywhere that there's a not ECEC, it's probably me. <laughs> the biggest place you can find me is darksoulshaters.tumblr.com where we collect all kinds of, dark, all kinds of hate mail from all of the Souls games. I've got Demon Souls, Dark Souls, one and two. Um, we do about two posts a day. If you ever want to submit stuff, just send it in. Um, it's, Kind of, I guess, trigger warning for you Tumblr savvy savvy people. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very, very horrible language. There's not a day that goes by that's not something homosexual, excuse me, homophobic, or racist, or yeah. you know, it, it's all just understand. really, really bad. Let's just <laughs> say that it's just really, really bad. At the very least, can we stop being racist? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We we still get just to, you know. Like not as long as we can just have, you know get paid vacation for shooting black kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yay, yeah exactly. Uh, um, but it's it's not our support of Dark Souls haters or Jeremy's curation of it <laughs> is not condoning that kind of language. It's anthropologically interesting to look at these idiots who are getting that worked up about about. And this. it's a way it's it's a way for me to get these people's names out there to hopefully shame them a little bit, and uh, which has happened in some cases. Like I've had people say, "Oh, I didn't realize." You know, I, I'm not going to say that kind of language because I didn't realize people were posting this were in a public forum. Um, so, <laughs> just if 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 if, if, any, if just putting it out there reduces it at all, then I'm a happy camper. Otherwise, it's just funny to laugh at the idiots. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then besides that, I've got a Twitter which is JG Greer. Uh, you can find me there, and I I talk about Dark Souls a lot on Twitter. So that's it. <clears throat> yeah. Recommended. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, what can people do for us, Cole? Well, uh, iTunes ratings and reviews are always helpful. Yeah. Yeah. As well. You can also check out the other stuff we have at the site. Um, you know, most people like to listen to podcasts, but you can mm-hmm. also read at the site. Um, we have a couple different blogs going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cole does a blog called Hexcrank, yeah. which is about uh, survival horror. Yep. It's going chronologically through the uh, the genre. Mm-hmm. Very good. 
Um, we should uh, point out Backlog Killer. Yes, we should. It's been a little while since we've done that. Um, our yeah. buddy Will does a, a blog called Backlog Killer, which is a gaming blog as he works through his, his Steam backlog and uh, is thoughtful and interesting about yeah. games. Yeah. If you like uh, the discussion that we have either here or on uh, Watch Out for Fireballs, uh, it will be very germane to your interests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Gary does uh, an excellent blog uh, that is very well received. People people are getting like crazy excited about it, which is awesome, uh, called The Infinity Engineers, where you are going through and doing a very studious and detailed examination of the uh, uh, Infinity Engine computer role-playing games. Yeah, uh, it's essentially like a let's play. Yeah, you're, you're, um, like, you're, you're Gates Balder. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Gates, Gates Balder and Gales Icewind. <laughs> um, yeah, just still working my way through Baldur's Gate 1. Um, it is very slow-paced, and uh, it's like a two-part thing where one of it's a let, one part's a Let's Play, and the second part's like something about tabletop gaming or video games in general. Mm-hmm. So kind of a B-side. I'm basing it on a, a really good Deus Ex Let's Play, a guy named Throbin, uh, Thro- Bobbin Threadbear does on YouTube. <laughs> Throbin Bedbear? Yeah, the Robin Bugbear, the D and D four star porn star. Um, ask me about Loom. <laughs> loom over your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And there's also the deadening. Oh yeah, that is yeah. Uh, our, our friend Dennis from the uh, from from the level. He uh, just became a dad here recently, and he is sharing his adventures in that um, as it relates to kind of uh, I don't know maybe maturing tastes on media. And, uh, yeah. how, you know, and his, uh, his, his relationship with video games and his bouncing baby boy. Indeed. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Other network news. I don't want to prolong this, but, uh, anybody who's listening who likes adventure games, watch out for fireballs. We're doing the, uh, um, uh, autumn adventure game poll. Uh, if you are a Patreon backer at any level, you can choose which one we're going to play, uh, between I have no mouth and I must scream Riven, the sequel to mist sanitarium and grim fandango. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, we are very excited to play all of those. And that is going until, um, Friday, September the uh, 12th, uh, at midnight Eastern time. Yep. Your vote counts. Yes, it does. I voted. Yeah. Vote early, vote often. (laughs) Don't tell us what you voted for. Cause we, uh, it it was Grim Fandango. I'm just going to look to spoil it right now. It's a secret ballot. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'm I'm, I'm considering whether or not I want to make make the results public after a week. But I don't want to put a target on anybody's back. Oh, I think yeah, that might be that. a yeah. Yeah. No, like we can make it public after the winner, but like it has to be a secret ballot. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and then the usual stuff, like I mentioned, the Patreon and uh, our Facebook page, which is uh, always very active. It's facebook.com slash bonfireside chat. Yeah. Um Yeah, and I think that's probably about it. Just about um, it. this has been a been a longer ish episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so thank you again, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, really Thank you all. I, I really have a good time coming on this show, and I hope I can worm my way into a uh, Bloodborne season somewhere. So. You, you always have a spot at our table, Jeremy. Definitely. So, <laughs> open, open invite. <laughs> the um, yeah, and uh, until next time, what can they do? Uh, they can seek misery. Hmm. Yeah. Lest this land swallow them whole. Umbasa. 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 Milfinito. We all pray that we will have far more soon. Mil, that's a that's a mil finito. I like the friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs>